From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, April 4th. I'm Sarah Reif. As PG&E's tree-cutting crews move into more neighborhoods, some property owners are slowly starting to think in terms of an organized response. But the Enhanced Vegetation Management Program, with its multitude of contractors and the lack of education or publicly available documents, is bewildering to most landowners. Lauren Robertson is a resident of Pine Mountain and Willits. PG&E has been masterful at keeping all of us individually, just dealing with people individually, doing favors for some property owners. And as soon as they do a favor for a property owner, then that property owner suddenly is not mad anymore. So that's a little disturbing. Robertson is scrupulous about hardening her property for fire safety. Now, we could bury our houses also, and that would prevent fires from burning our houses down. But um, we've hardened our houses, and I think that's what PG&E is not doing. They're not hardening their lines or hardening their infrastructure by cutting down trees. A recent report by Acting State Auditor Michael Tilden blasted the privately owned utilities and the agencies that are supposed to regulate them. Tilden wrote that the Energy Safety Office, which is part of the California Natural Resources Agency, approved PG&E's 2021 safety plan in spite of its own review which found that the utility failed to demonstrate that it was properly prioritizing other mitigation activities, particularly power line replacement and system hardening efforts, like insulating bare cable in high-risk areas. Tilden added that the CPUC does not consistently audit all areas in the utility's service territories, it did not audit several areas that include high-fire threat areas, and it does not use its authority to penalize utilities when its audits uncover violations. There's no authority that can tell them what to do. They can just do whatever they want. We all know that corporate power is a problem. And now it's like it's right in our face. Walter Smith is a former logger who turned his attention to international deforestation efforts in the 1990s. He was also instrumental in starting the Mendocino County Climate Advisory Committee in 2019. He and his wife raised goats on Hilltop Drive in Willits. For the past month, he's been spending three or four hours a day researching the public resource code, making phone calls, and sharing his findings with an email list that includes dozens of environmentalists and political representatives in Mendocino and Humboldt counties. So far, he's succeeded in keeping crews out of an old-growth grove that's especially important in a millennial drought. This whole hill was left as old growth because underneath at the bottom of this hill is an underground river in which we get our water from that runs and all these houses get their water off of that same one. The old timers knew that protect the water, you got to keep shade on it and you got to keep the old growth trees in it. And what's all this slash on the ground from? And this is what really irritated me is that there was a tree up here that they were cutting down on the neighbor's property and instead of taking it all the way down from the top, they decided to cut it about halfway up. And they filled the top here because they just felt that this was quote forest and they could just fall the tree in here. And this tree, in terms of this neighborhood, is a heritage tree. So the next door neighbor, when he was a child, used to sit up in this tree, he was telling up in that crotch up there and look down and feel like he was, you know, at the top of the world. The other kids, They used to have a swing rope in here and swing out over the hill there. So this old tree was, you know, meant something more than just, you know, being a tree in the forest, but it was a home base, if you will, for children on this hill. 
Marie Jones is the chair of the Climate Advisory Committee, which recently drafted a letter imploring the Board of Supervisors to petition the Governor and the Office of Energy and Infrastructure Safety to call a halt to the program long enough to get some answers. On a range of issues. So one is what are landowners' rights regarding tree removal? A lot of people don't realize, but landowners can actually say, no, you cannot remove these trees from my property. Um, and then also, if PG&E's tree removal results in significant devaluation of your property, you can actually require PG&E to pay for that devaluation. Um, we're also very concerned about whether or not there's really a scientific basis for tree removal. I think it's a it's an easy, quote unquote, fix for PG&E because it's relatively inexpensive compared to upgrading their systems. But over the long term, it's also very ineffective because it does increase fire risk rather than reducing it. The organized response is slow-moving and small-scale. But Randy McDonald of Pine Mountain is holding out until he gets the documents and contracts and signatures he expects from any serious legitimate project. And uh, they have not been able to provide that. Now it's been two weeks, and I said, you know, get back to me when you have all the paperwork. And they have not gotten back to me. And I'm just getting more and more educated here. Mm-hmm. On Thursday afternoon, McDonald's neighbor Bobby Malice sat on her porch, looking at what remains of the trees that used to shade her home and provide privacy from the road. Obviously, we can't move it. So we're dependent on PG&E that tells us they're going to pick it up. If they pick it up, great. If they don't pick it up, it's going to stay there and become a fire hazard, which all of this wood down on the ground is right now. I don't feel safer. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on any kind of organized opposition. Do you think that there's any kind of legal response? Well, the only legal response that I could come up with was a class action suit, which would, you've got to have a class because fighting PG&E is going to be a pretty big class. Alone, I don't think you could do a thing. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.